Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by Consumer Guide Automotive. We make car buying easier. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark, a staff writer here at HowStuffWorks.com. With me, as always, is my trusty editrix, Candace Gibson. How's it going, Candace? Fabulous, Josh. i got to say, I envy you a little bit there, Candace. I, I haven't been so fabulous lately. My wallet keeps shrinking and shrinking. Have you been to the gas pumps lately? Yeah, I know what you mean. Those numbers keep climbing. But yeah. it's not so expensive to fuel my car because I drive an itty-bitty Civic. Well, I drive a big old honkin' Volvo, and it uses gas like you would not believe. Uh Think about this, though. I mean, what if you could put something else besides gas in your car to power it? You know, like sand or air or something. <laughs> well, that would be nice. That, that would really be nice. would be nice. <laughs> what about salt water? What are you talking about? That's crazy. No, it's not crazy, really. Have you heard of this guy named John Kansius? Indeed, I have. You have? Okay, so you have read the article. <laughs> yeah, I was just setting you up. That's great. Thanks for that. You're welcome. All right, well, let's tell the people out in podcast land what we're talking about. This guy named John Kansius is this retiree in Florida. He's a retired radio uh, broadcast engineer. And he came up with this thing called a radio frequency generator. RFG. RFG is right. Uh, and basically what it does is it takes radio waves and condenses them into a beam. And it's got all the, it has actually three applications that they found so far, but one of them came about when Kansius was tinkering with a, trying to desalinate uh, water, salt mm-hmm. water, which could solve the global thirst crisis, right? Yeah, because not everyone has access to clean water. No, actually, to the tune of about two billion people, I understand. Yeah. Uh, so he was trying to desalinate water using his RFG, and he had the little box trained on a test tube of salt water, and he noticed that it sparked. Which is fairly unusual for water. Yeah, water doesn't burn. On the contrary, water (laughs) actually puts out fire. Exactly. So, Kinsey's has a little bit of this uh, mad scientist bent to him, you know. Uh, He's a very curious fella. And uh, he lights a paper towel and turns the RFG uh, facing the, the test tube again. And he touches the paper towel to the water. And rather than the paper towel uh, being put out by the water, the paper the towel. Got bigger. Exactly. It yeah. basically it caught the water on fire, uh, and uh, on fire it was. Uh, it was burning at about three thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Unbelievable. It was a pretty serious flame, actually. Yeah. So, well, how does this uh, convert to fuel for our cars? Well, I'll tell you. I'm basically what Kansius did inadvertently was to separate water into its components. You know, two this? hydrogen molecules and one oxygen molecule. Exactly. Basic science. H two O. We're and, all there. And we've known for a while that you can use hydrogen as fuel. You can create an electric charge from it, or you can burn it uh, in a combustion engine. Now, wait, 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 hold on, because hydrogen fuel is potentially dangerous, right? I mean, look at the Hindenburg. That exploded. Actually, the Hindenburg's been kind of latched onto by people who aren't all about hydrogen, uh, e.g. the big oil companies. Uh, that's that's kind of a fallacy, actually. The Hindenburg explosion, it, 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 it was a blimp held aloft by hydrogen. Mm-hmm. A static spark caught the hydrogen on fire, um, and 37 people ended up dying. Yeah. The problem is, is 35 of those people died by jumping to their deaths. Most of the people, actually all of the people who were on board the passenger compartment who stayed aboard uh, landed safely and unharmed. And that's because hydrogen is actually the most lightweight of all the elements, Mm -hmm. and so it floated upward. It's lighter than air, exactly. And it burned upward, actually, too, away from the passenger compartment. That's not to mention that the Hindenburg's outer skin was coated in uh, rocket fuel and a really highly 
inflammable yeah, acetate. Yeah, so that wasn't too conducive it to, wasn't. to that either. So the Hindenburg's probably not the best thing to point to no. to say hydrogen fuel's dangerous. Right. It's, it's not that dangerous. The problem with this type of hydrogen fuel saltwater fuel essentially is that it has a negative net energy ratio and so to create this type of saltwater fuel you're actually putting in more energy than what you're getting out exactly and what's the point i mean speaking strictly from an energy standpoint you might as well just use the gasoline that you get this gas a gallon's worth of energy from rather than say using a gallon to get a half a gallon's worth of energy from it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense you can't get something from nothing Indeed. And Kansas isn't the only person to run into this stumbling block. Hydrogen could be a really legitimate fuel. I mean, it packs a real punch. And its emissions are nothing but water vapor, essentially. Yeah, so it's probably the cleanest burning fuel. I mean, the only other thing that's cleaner is electricity. And if you follow electricity back to its origin, 50% of electricity is created by burning coal. So really, hydrogen would be cleaner. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's that negative net energy ratio. It keeps popping up. When are we going to figure this out? I don't know, but I've written a couple articles on it so far. One is, could saltwater fuel cars? And the other is, is hydrogen fuel dangerous? And they're both pretty interesting. You can read them both on HowStuffWorks.com. It'll take you no gas to get there. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?